0: Well, it's time for another podcast, and what I thought I might do once again is uh, rummage through my archives and find a podcast that was fairly popular, and I found the one that has had, uh, I think, the second most downloads of the podcasts I've done, so I thought I would play that for you while I'm still working on new podcasts. Which has been difficult during this COVID season, but uh, I'll persevere eventually. So here it is. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, you're listening to the Lost Trail Runner podcast. This is Ron coming to you from the little town of Lilburn, northeast of Atlanta in the state of Georgia. I do most of my running at Stone Mountain Park, which is approximately six miles from my palatial podcasting studio. My website is www.losttrailrunner.com. This is episode 96 of the Lost Trail Runner podcast. I'm out on my Sunday morning run. I decided I would do a little recording. I uh, got my Zoom H1 out. Put a lapel mic on it, clipped it on my shirt, got my earbuds on so I can hear when I'm recording. And I thought I'd do it episode 96 of the Lost Trail Runner podcast. I have my thresholds on my Garmin set a high of 124 lower 108 it's going to be an easy run today of course you couldn't tell that by the way i'm breathing right my first mile is usually my worst in these things cuz it's like my warm up mile i don't seem to get in rhythm until after about a mile so i huff and puff until i finally get going Anyway, you may be wondering wondering what I've been doing for the past so many months since I haven't recorded so long. I've just been doing my normal thing, running on the trails at Stone Mountain, running on the roads around my house. I uh, have been using a RunKeeper 10K program to keep me honest. But that's kind of collapsed here in the last couple of weeks due to I went into the program on the web to adjust dates because I wanted to move it farther out. And I didn't realize that when you move, move the dates, it leaves the workouts that you've already done in there. So... You can't go back and click them, showing you've done them, so until I catch back up to where I was, all my workouts are already done. So I've been pretty much just running whatever I wanted until I get to that point which has kind of screwed me up. What I've done pretty much is, since I run with Laura on Tuesdays and Wednesdays usually, there's my first mile. I think it was about a 13-minute pace there. Anyway, since I usually run with Laura on Tuesdays and Wednesdays, my schedule basically is run Tuesday and Wednesday run Saturday and Sunday and my best intentions were to get my bike trainer set up and ride my bike trainer on the other days using one of those uh, Sufferlandian videos from the Sufferfest it's a workout So far, I've successfully skipped every one of those I planned. I I haven't been doing well at all with the bike part. I, uh, for some reason, just don't like riding inside, I guess. But the weather's starting to improve somewhat. Like today, I came out and it's sunny and in the 50s right now. So it's a nice day for a run and really be a good day for a bike ride. But it's so much easier to run because you don't have all the paraphernalia, you know, with my bike and I gotta pump my tires up and I gotta put on my bike kit and I gotta put on my shoes with the cleats, I gotta you know, <laughs> the whole thing. It's really not that big of a deal, but when you can just put on your shoes and go out the door and run, that's a whole lot easier. So that's mostly what I do, except those days that I skipped and I should have been riding my bike trainer. This is one of those days that I don't know if it means you're overtrained or what when your heart rate. Didn't go up very high when you're out running. I got to set the top threshold at 124, which I thought was pretty low because I've been running between 124 and 134 for my marathon level. And today I, I went well. I'll just go slower, so I set it for a 124 and a 108. I have no problem going below 108, but getting up to 124 is getting to be difficult. So I'm running up a hill right now, so we'll see how that goes. If I can peg it out doing that. I got in a little over six miles yesterday, running over to Lilburn Park and back. And, uh, I wore my Hoka, I got to 124, I got my, I wore my Hoka Barney 2s, and everything was fine, then yesterday afternoon, I took my grandson, David, over to Yellow River to walk on the trails, and I put my, uh, new Ultra Olympuses on without any orthotics on them. Just what they came with. And for some reason, my left little toe just hurt. I mean, I don't know what the deal was. And I couldn't figure out. I mean, I'd take the shoe off and reach in there. There was just nothing in the way. So... I decided, well, what I'll do today is put my orthotics in them. I still are a zero drop, even with my orthotics, and uh, running them. And right now, my left foot, it's like the shoestring is hurting the top of my foot. I mean, for no apparent reason it's just uh, strange but the shoes are comfortable and my little toe is still hurting a little bit but not like yesterday and I hit my peak there so I guess I'll work the kinks out of this eventually hopefully It's like another pair showing up Monday. This was uh, originally gonna be a easy six-miler, and before I got out the door, I went went into Garmin Connect and changed it to seven and loaded it into my watch. So who knows if I'll do seven or not. But we'll see an awful nice day. So anyway, back to that training plan thing. Since it got me out of whack by already having all those workouts completed in keeper, I just started adding my own in those four runs during the week. I mostly have a three miler on Tuesday, a four miler on Wednesday, three miler on Saturday, and a six or seven miler on Sunday. But yesterday I went out with the intentions of doing a three miler. Did six down the Lilburn parking back. Felt pretty good. So and it was a day Similar to today, sunny, warm enough to wear shorts, I do have a long sleeve shirt on. Using my heart rate to run and walk, I guess is still considered a Galloway type thing, but based on heart rate instead of time, which seems to work pretty good for me. Today I'm just having trouble getting the 124. <laughs> I've made it a couple of times <laughs> running towards Parkview High School, which is about onto the track is a pretty much two and a half miles from my house, so I can easily get a five-mile run in going to Parkview and back. Huh, got a one twenty-four. I'm out on Cole Road now on the sidewalk. You can hear cars going by. I just came out of the neighborhood. What can we talk about? I was thinking all the different kinds of plans I've gone through since I've been running. I've used uh, Arthur Lydiard's Hard Easy but that was when I was hardcore because it was based on time. and It was like you're running 60 minutes every other day and on Saturday or Sunday, you're running an hour and a half. Well, back then, 60 minutes was over six miles. So, getting better mileage in. Now, 60 minutes, I'm lucky to get five in. In fact, normally, in about hour and five minutes, I get five in, so I'm not running that fast anymore, but it has been many years since then and now, so I did littered I've done some Hal Higdon training pr- plans, and then of course, when I used to go up to Brevard, North Carolina, and Asheville, North Carolina, to Roy Benson's running camps in the summer, I got into his effort-based running, and he's a heart monitor guru type guy. So that's where I got into using the heart rate monitor. And then I started doing Galloway training when his first book first came out, and it wasn't based on Run-Walk then. And he had some good plans in that. And now I'm kind of using uh, Maffetone heart rate with Galloway run walk using a run keeper plan. <laughs> That's variety, in it? But, you know, I switch them up and, and I was looking around at some of the training books I've got. I don't know, well, how to pull Roy Benson's book out. I think it's called Running Secrets or something like that. His latest. And maybe look at it and use it for a while. But all the time using and Run and Walk. I always do that now. Even though I use Heart Rate or whatever, you know. I don't know if that's just a sign of getting old or what. Let's see what I'm averaging here. Overall, 13, 14. How was I try to stay under uh, 13 and a half? It's fine with me. i am just run under the campus of Camp Creek Elementary School. They've got a little track behind the school, I'm going to do a loop on it, and park views next door. And of course they've got a big track, I'll run a loop around that. I got construction here with barricade tape and everything else. Uh, See if I can go around this track without running the construction material. This is so much nicer when the sun's like this. No wind today. There's a barricade there too. But I can go over it. I think it was Wednesday I went out to uh, Stone Mountain and met Laura in the afternoon and Was going to record, which I did. I recorded for an hour and three minutes, but it was so windy that the quality of the recording was so crappy that I decided not to use it. And that's why I'm doing this one today. And hopefully it'll be better. I mean, there's a little breeze, but not like the other day. I mean, it was hurricane force winds. I might retrieve a little bit of it, put it in this podcast. Well, let's get back to what I've been doing, because I haven't recorded since before the first of the year on this one. And I don't know if any of y'all listen to uh, my Ron's Update podcast. I've been doing that one much more consistently. So I may, in fact I know I will, I'll be going over some of the same things that I recorded on those podcasts. Anyway, in in my runs update podcast, I've pretty much gone over the various things I've done since the first of the year. But I'll go over it again just to have it on Lost Trail Runner since I haven't recorded for a while. I got the year started out fairly good with a run on January 1st, the Resolution Run Atlanta Track Club four-mile race in Brookhaven, small town towards Atlanta, just a little bit north of downtown Atlanta. And uh, I hadn't run a race in quite a while, so I didn't know what to expect. And my biggest mistake was I didn't warm up before the race. So when it started, my first mile... Was pathetic <laughs> to say the least. Plus, I felt tight, you know, across my shoulders. Felt like I was breathing hard, all that kind of stuff, for an 11:20 something pace. So I went, oh man, this is gonna be terrible. Well, I had my Jim Boss timer with me, so I switched it on to uh, running 45 seconds and walking 15. And once I got in the rhythm, I uh, felt a whole lot better after the first mile was over. Anyway, but my pace picked up, and the uh, second, third, and fourth mile that I ran helped because I averaged like 10.50 for the whole race. I think there were about eight people in the age group. and I don't even remember what place I came in now. I think it was fifth. Four ahead of me, three behind me. Well, I felt pretty good with my final result having not run any races for a while. But I knew I had a long way to go. So, and I was doing my uh, run keeper training program during this period. And I kind of semi still am. So, anyway, that was on the 1st of January. Then, uh, I don't know if it was two weeks later, I think it was about two weeks later. The track club had a five and 10k race down in Peachtree City. So I went down there, and it was overcast, cloudy day, and uh. I thought it was going to be a miserable race because the wind was blowing. But once I got going, I felt okay. And I think I ran my first mile pretty close to 10-minute pace. Even might have been a 9, something like 9.58 in that range. And, of course, the last two miles I did kind of slow down a little bit, but... My average overall pace for that race was like ten of nine, I think, so I dropped my first race from ten fifty pace to ten o nine pace, so I was going, well, that's a good improvement. Things are looking up then on February seventh. The track club had a third race. It was a 5K, Hearts and Souls 5K. At Perimeter College in Panthersville, which is east of Atlanta. And uh, I did some considerable warm-up before that race. I jogged around the parking lot quite a lot. When the race started... Happened. I felt pretty good. I go well. That worked out. And uh plus, it's a good course. It's an out-and-back course. Runs out to a school, and then there's a like a little loop in the school lot. Then you come back. So. I was hitting right at 10-minute pace most of that race. And I, aver- I when I finished, my average was uh, 10.02. So I came down from 10.09 to 10.02 for a 5K. Now, I have to admit that probably, well, I don't know. I was going to say maybe the Peachtree City course was A harder course, but it wasn't. It had little rolling hills, but a lot of it was run on golf cart paths because Peachtree City has cart paths everywhere. Their town is designed that way. You don't have to own a car down here. Get on a cart, golf cart and drive anywhere pretty much. Not on roads. So the third race... The first uh, half miles uphill then you turn a corner and go down for a while and it levels off and then it's flat completely flat all the way to the school and then you turn around and repeat the same coming back the other way so coming back you have a longer hill it basically is in the third mile because I think it's about a half mile up when you're when you're starting coming up the f- first part, so you go up a ways, but then your finish is great because you're going down the hill. You ran up the first mile to the finish, so that's I got a 10:02 a average there, but I forgot what my age group place was now. I'd have to look it up. I've been hitting right around fifth and sixth in the age group. I've never finished seventh, eighth, or ninth. And I don't think I finished fourth. You get 20 points for fifth place, so I think fifth's the best I've finished. So, I got that done. That was the seventh... February and then on the 17th of February is the Run the Reagan which is a race in Snellville Georgia and they have a 5k a 10k and a half marathon and I had registered for the Galloway half marathon the virtual half because I wasn't able to run the race on the 14th of December, but he made an option where if you couldn't run, you could register for the race and run a time on a uh, 13.1 course using your Garmin, or you could run another half marathon and turn your time in and get your shirt and medal for the Galloway half. So I said, I think I'll run that during the Reagan half. And what was strange is I hadn't even been paying attention to uh, there being a race over it on the Reagan Parkway because I've only run over there a couple of times and usually a 5 or 10K. And what's cool about that, the Reagan Parkway runs from Snellville into Lilburn. And I would say it might be... Well, they used to run a marathon on it and I don't think they had to run two loops of it. So it could be 13 miles long, or it could only be about six and a half. I'm I'm not sure which, because I had never run the half on it before. But my buddy Joe told me about the race the day before it took place. And they had late registration at Academy Sports in Snowville till, uh about 8 o'clock at night on Friday night. And he told me Friday. So I go over there about 7.30 in the evening, registered for the race, went home, told my wife I was going to run the race in the morning. And uh, got all my paraphernalia ready because it was going to be cold that morning. I got my tights out and my shirts and hats and put my number on my belt and all that stuff, you know. And uh, got my shoes set up and my socks. That's all I had to do in the morning was hop up, take a quick shower, because I like to take a shower in the morning. And uh, take off. And the race was at 9, so didn't have to get up super early. So everything was great. Until about 2 in the morning, when my wife woke me up with excruciating pain in her chest. It wasn't getting better. So I ended up taking her to the emergency room at Northside Hospital. About 2:30, and uh, we were there till a little after 6 in the morning before they admitted her, and they had done MRI and all that stuff, and said her gallbladder was messed up, and would probably have to come out. I went home to get some sleep when they got her situated in her hospital bed, and. Uh, I just couldn't go to the race. I had been up all night and I just was, uh, I went exhausted, but when you're a geezer, you know, you don't have the stamina for staying up all night like you did when you're a kid. So I uh, tried to go to bed and get some sleep, which wasn't very successful. I managed, then I went to see her that evening, and uh, they were going to keep her, and I thought they were just going to operate on her then, but as it turned out, the next morning she called me, said be at the hospital, about 10 o'clock they were releasing her. And when I got to pick, there to pick her up, what they had done, they... She wasn't hurting anymore. They thought maybe she'd pass the gallstone, but... A lot of cars on this road, they uh, decided... They would schedule her operation the next week. So that pretty much wiped out my Reagan run in Galloway virtual that weekend. And I thought I only had till March 1st to get that virtual half in. So I was gonna have to get it in by the 28th of February for it to count. The 28th was a Saturday morning. I may just turn this thing off and wait for, time when I get back in the neighborhood to start over, because there's too many cars, and I can't take it. Okay? So I'll talk to you in a little bit. Okay, I'm back. I'm back on the campus of Parkview High School right now. Back by the baseball diamonds. And, uh, much quieter back here had to tap my mic make sure it was still going anyway as I said at the start here this was a uh, originally a six-miler and I went on to my Garmin connect and changed it to a seven-miler and put it in my watch well in order to get home it's gonna have to be a (laughs) seven-miler But I got in five right now, and I hit park view. It was a little over two to get back to the house, so seven-mile it is. Oh, I to mention, first of the podcast, I was talking about my outro Olympuses hurting my big toe. I mean my little toe on my left foot. And then this morning, the shoestrings felt like they were cutting out the top of my foot. Well, all that's gone away. Everything's fine now. Foot's fine. Can even get my heart rate up to 124. But I'm just chugging along. Easy run walk. Using heart rate. Okay, where was I? Something about I didn't get to run. The the rig in and get the two races in. So I was under pressure, I felt like, because I thought that I had to get my half marathon in before March 1st. And uh, February 28th is on a Saturday. So I just put my shoes on and my shorts on. And it just so happened that it was around 50 something degrees, fairly sunny, a little bit of breeze, but it was a comfortable, nice day. And I said, well, what I'm gonna do is head out the door and I'm just gonna run and see what happens. And I put my timer on, running 20 seconds, walking 15. And I took off. And I ran from my house down some of the roads headed towards. Of course you're not from around here, so it doesn't make any difference. But I went out of my neighborhood, got on Cole Road, which is the road park views on, headed towards the Loburn Park, turned left on the Arcado then turn right onto Arcado when it turns right because if you go straight it changes into Stone Mountain Lilburn Road and uh rode over ran over to Rockbridge Road down the big hill at Rock Bridge to uh the Greenway Trail goes underneath Rock Bridge Road. So it's got an intersection there where I got on the Greenway Trail and ran back towards Lilburn Park as it turns out if I run through Lilburn Park on the Greenway Trail all the way to the end of the Greenway Trail that's just a little over it's about maybe 6.7 miles so it worked out perfect for doing my half marathon so I had it out and back half and I took a water bottle and I got some breeze blowing into me here I hope it didn't too bad on the recording and uh, I took some cliff shot blocks I think I had five of them and two were like caffeine shot blocks. So, at three miles, I ate one shot block, drank some water. And then when I got to six miles, I took one caffeine and one regular shot block and drank some water. And then at nine miles, I took the other caffeine shot block and the regular one and drank some water and I was fine the whole run, felt good, got it done, decent training pace. I was running by myself, it's very hard to, you know, race. <laughs> I did have my Garmin on virtual training partner and had it set for 13.50 pace. I just wanted to stay ahead of 1350. And it turned out that... Back on Cole Road again, you can hear the cars. I think the problem is... is It's right around noon time on a Sunday morning There's a lot of people leaving church. Of course, it being noontime and people leaving church, you know they're not Baptists, right? (laughs) Because Baptists, they'll preach until they get tired of preaching. Anyway, I uh, had those shot blocks, ran my half marathon, averaged, I think it was a 1336 for. 13.1 miles and uh got home i felt good not bad at all and so i got my galloway virtual 13.1 done took a photograph of my garmin the results and i also sent them a file just to be safe because what you do is you email them your results and I didn't know if they wanted a file. So I sent them a TCX file from my Garmin and I also sent them a photograph of my watch face with the result on there. In about three or four days, I got my medal and I got my T-shirt and everything's cool. So as it turns out, by the end of February, I had done three real races, all of them road races, short road races, and a half marathon, virtual half marathon, which I'm hard-pressed to call it a race, since I wasn't racing anybody, and I only ran a training pace. But anyway, I felt good. And... Uh, I've registered for a 5.4-mile trail race on the 14th of March, which is next weekend. So hopefully I'll make it through that race upright, you know? I've uh, had some trail races when I spent some time in the dirt, so we'll see. I've run this course couple of other times so I'm familiar with it. So got a combination of dirt road, single track, a little bit of everything. And on the single track part. It's a lot of roots and rocks. It's something you run into in Georgia when you run on trails. It's well I made it back in the neighborhood so now what do I hear? A chainsaw. <laughs> No cars, but a chainsaw in the background. I guess I'll uh, finish this recording up with these melodious sounds of the chainsaw in the background. So I'll see you next time. Hey, thanks for listening to today's podcast. We'll be here next time. Keep the emails coming in and be sure to subscribe. Well, I hope you've enjoyed a rerun of one of my old podcasts, and hopefully in the next couple of weeks I'll put out a new one. I plan on uh, doing a live event uh, the 5th of June, so I'll try to put out a podcast before and after that. So see you next time. Bye.